Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the Dr. Daff Show. I'm so excited today. I have these special guests, Bevan and Helena. We're going to talk today about their life story, their cosmetic line, and some advice for you ladies. Good morning, Bevan and Helena. Good Good morning. morning. Thank you for having us. Thank you you for being here. I have so many questions to ask you ladies because you're so inspiring. And I know that the things that you're going to share will help so many women to learn about how to overcome obstacles and how to be successful in business, in love, and in life. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much. For, this is so cool. We have, this is our first podcast together. Wow. Actually, yeah. on, on this level, because it's so stunning. The studio is so stunning. So we're very, very lucky to be here. And you inspire us as well. I mean, you're, you're a new mom, yeah. right? And you're juggling it all. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> but a very supportive husband, of course, yes. but like you're juggling it all. So yeah, Thank congratulations. You. Thank you Dr. so much. Okay. I met Fevin and Helena years ago at an event it was kind of like an interview for Amplify Africa and Helena was in her apartment and it looked so stunning. <laughs> it, it just had this like vibe to it. And I'm like, how in the world did she manage to make a place look so cozy and beautiful? Oh, but you also have a background in interior decorating, right? Well, I actually don't have the background interior and decorating. My twin sister actually does. Yeah. So Fevin, um, is well, Helena the, has great taste though. Yes. Great thank taste. you. I would say the visual mind behind the apartment, but she's really great at listening to what I wanted and she can really speak to that. But we did do a project together. Yes. Um, yeah. We worked on a Vector 90, which is Nipsey Hussle's, um, co-working space. Okay. And, uh, it was in Crenshaw. Yeah. It was like, it was only 2017. Why am I acting like it was like years ago? It's because of the pandemic. It's just like, you oh, know, okay. was it 2017? I think it was 2019. Oh, sorry. 29, I don't know, 2019 or 2018. Yeah. Yeah. The late great Nipsey Hussle. So we designed that together, but we met. Yeah, you're right. Through Dami um, and Amplify Africa. I think Um, they just needed like a backdrop, right? For your, for your interview. So so Dami asked Helena if he can use her space because it it was aesthetically, you know, visually very pleasing. Helena has really great taste. So I think that's how how we connected. So you decorated Helena's apartment. Well, I helped her. I mean, I have a background in interior design. I yes. think, um, and this is really beautiful too. Um, I just feel like uh, your home says, you know how they say style says a lot about you without saying much? Well, I think your home says a lot about you without saying much as well. And true. also I think that, you know, it's important that you design your space because visually it'll affect your mood. It'll affect the way that you, how you feel. And so Hel- but Helena picked out the color palette and I just was like, yes, you know, and no. I paid for it too. <laughs> I paid for it. That has something to do with it. Yes. It was my first apartment by myself. Really? I was in a long-term relationship and okay. that just ended. And it was okay. You know, it just was a chapter. Years, yeah, 11 years. Wow. It was a chapter of my life and I needed, that needed to end and I'm very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And I was entering a new chapter of my life and it was about me learning to be by myself and accepting who I am and loving the parts of me when I'm alone, when I don't have the noise around me. So it was my solitude. So my sister was a great help in that. That's so lovely. I just remember seeing it and thinking, this is like the perfect apartment for like a single girl in the city. (laughs) Oh, it was just, it just stayed in my mind. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The loft space always for me signals single girl. (laughs) Yeah. Cause now I, now with my husband, Mm -hmm. well, we could talk about that later. We have doors and I I always say you need doors when you're married. You just need space where you could (laughs) shut the door because at loft, it was just open space. I go, where's your privacy? So you're right. Single girl. That's the word. 
or, uh, you know, yeah. woman finding herself, having that sense of freedom, knowing that the things are going to be okay. And yeah, but doors are a must when you're married. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I'm like, not having a door screams like I am not in a relationship. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your background because your story is so interesting. It's so inspirational. And I just want people to hear from you and draw from it. That's a great question. And, you know, Helena, I love sharing our story in hopes that it will inspire others to share their story as well. And uh, so I always say, or we always say that our story began before we were ever born. So our father and mother walked from Eritrea to Gibra, Sudan to seek refuge. And I remember asking my father what that was like one day. And he said to me, and I always repeat this because it blows my mind away. He said, it's like walking from L.A. to San Francisco. Oh my goodness. Yes. And we're in Los Angeles right now. And and he said it with that, you know, that resilient, bright African smile, smile, you know, like they will, we'll figure it out somehow. Um, and he told me it took them a couple of months, but they finally got to the refugee camp. Well, on that journey, my mother got pregnant with our older brother, Thomas. So as soon as they arrived to the refugee camp, uh, our older brother, Thomas was born. And then uh, a year later, Helene and I were born. And so we were born in a, in a clay, uh, sorry, a hut made out of mud, grass, and sticks. So my mother had no idea she was pregnant with twins. So I came out first and then 15 minutes later, Helena came in. She didn't know no. the whole And, and yeah. you know, you just gave birth. So you understand, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. I cannot imagine how she felt. I mean, this must have been the most amazing day for her. Yeah, it was an amazing day, but it was also scary for them because as you know, being from Africa, being pregnant can be a death sentence for a lot of women there. Mm-hmm. So my mom being so tiny in stature mm-hmm. and Fevin and I being born into one of the worst, I think it's the worst uh, famine in global history. Mm-hmm. I think you, it is. Yeah. It was scary for them. It's a, it's a blessing, but it's also really scary. And our father was outside of the refugee camp mm-hmm. just listening to the sounds. Like, not sure. Because you're doing it with no epidural. You're doing, you're yeah. literally giving birth naturally. And um, with two, it was pretty, it was exciting. It was also scary for them. Yeah. She's a strong woman. I know. Yeah, she's the she, best. She's literally, like Helena, just, you know, piggyback off what Helena said. She's five feet tall and probably at that time, maybe 120 pounds. Yeah. yeah. She's so, she's amazing. If you follow on Instagram, it's at Nagista Johannes on Instagram. She's no, at, amazing. She's, at, uh, at Nagista oh, W. Johannes. Yes. Yeah. At, yes. Nagista W. Johannes. <laughs> at Instagram, she's our biggest cheerleader, our biggest supporter. We call her the CMO of Two for One Cosmetics. And she's <laughs> oh, and her, her catchphrase is "Go sunshine to the world," and she's always trying to bring sunlight and sunshine to the world. She so. literally is sunshine in human form. Our mother. Well, she's I can tell from you, ladies. Oh, it's very thank obvious. You. And you are too. You're sunshine too. There's no way you come out like this without having a mother like that. I know, right? Yeah. I know, right? That's and, wonderful. Yeah, and your son is very blessed as well. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And our, I have to say, our father too, having the right partner to release. Really supporting oh, absolutely. Me, all the things you're sharing with us. Same with our household. Our parents gave us this a real blessing to see two people mm-hmm. entering in a new chapter in America. So we got political, we became political refugees and we were granted, um, we were sponsored by a Presbyterian church in upstate New York. So we went from, you know, Gibra Sudan to Rochester, New York. And that journey, we went from the desert to snow, you know, it's just the culture shock in itself. You know, that's weather shock. Really, How did you adapt to that? Or how did your family, I mean, because they're a little older, how did they adapt to that drastic cultural shift? Oh my gosh. That's an interesting question. Helena said something one time. Remember you said the weather shock? 
Oh yeah, we always say like people talk about culture shock, but it's really weather shock. Like <laughs> yeah, our both. mother, yes. just the climate. We moved to LA for a reason. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> right. Just letting you know, and it really does affect your mood. And when you come from. Africa and you go to Rochester. Yes, it has. It's a great place to raise your children. It's really mm-hmm. nice, quiet neighborhoods. It was very difficult for them at first because they didn't know the language. So they had to learn a new language. But yeah. our father was this great political figure back home and then had to start all over. And as far as a janitor. But um, yeah, so he went from that to being a janitor. And what it says really is that you have to humble yourself mm-hmm. in order to achieve great things. And I think I think that's the ultimate lesson, when, yeah. you know, to answer your question. But quick story. So my the first year we moved to America, my mother didn't know what black ice was. So she slipped on black ice and broke her leg. <gasps> yeah. I don't even know what black ice I was yeah. like, for you, okay. Okay. So that's basically like, um, it was very cold weather. And uh, visually, it's, it looks glossy, but it looks like it could be, you could perceive it as being water. You don't oh, perceive okay. it as, yeah. as being ice. So she literally stepped on ice and broke her. Yeah. What did she break? Her leg. Ooh, yeah. She broke her leg. It's pretty serious, actually. But black ice is so funny because uh, you, you just, I just got a flashback of like, I don't know, post-traumatic <laughs> stress from uh, from black ice. But yeah. Oh, yeah, because she, yeah. I got into a car accident too. Yeah. yeah years ago. I was actually on my hand from it and my car flipped and I landed on a blue mail. Box, you know, those yeah. big postal US. Yes. And I was airlifted to a hospital, but it was. She survived. Of black she's here ice. today. Sur- yes. Yeah. Thank That's God. Praise God. <laughs> praise God. Yes. Yeah, she's yes. here today. Wow. A funny story. Not even a funny story. While <laughs> Helena was going through that, it's actually not really fun because so Helena and I went to different colleges. And, okay. And so I went to Hobart William Smith. Helena went to Skidmore. And this was our sophomore year in college. I'm sitting in class. It was a women's studies class. And I felt physically numb. Mm. It was it was compl- uh, very arbitrary. It was so arbitrary. It was random. I don't know like where this feeling came from. So I felt numb, and then maybe like an hour and a half later, I get a phone call from my parents, and they said Helena has been airlifted to the hospital. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's that. That is the twin connection. Thing it's very connection. real. Yeah, it's very. Real. But Helena survived. She you know she hurt her hand, oh, but Lord. she survived. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Scar- so we're in LA where there's no snow. Well, yeah. unless you go to Big Bear, <laughs> still with that. Yeah, I've never actually seen snow before. Like, I've never been in snow. I I went to New York one time, and it was snowing, like, very, very little. And I went out with an umbrella, and everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. I'm like, wait, so you don't use an umbrella in the snow? You just let the snow fall on you? That is so... But I've never been in, like, real, like, actual, like, thick snow. There is Big Bear, right? Big Bear is supposed to have snow. I've never never been there during the wintertime. That is so funny. An umbrella in the snow. Oh, my gosh. And how old were you when you moved to the U.S.? We were two. two. You were yeah. two. So you said that the church sponsored yeah. the move. Yeah. Was it something that you reached, your family reached out to this church or how did they know how to find people to help? Was it something that was that's, just like a blessing that just kind of came out of? Well, both, I think. But yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful question. And it definitely was a, a blessing. So our father was actually hesitant. Um, he didn't want to leave his comrades behind. So it was our mother who decided to apply for a relocation mm-hmm. visa. And so through that refugee resettlement program. Yeah. Okay. And through that, we were able, we were granted a green card. And through that green card, we were sponsored by uh, the Presbyterian Church of Rochester, New York. 
and it was all done within the refugee camp. So my mother feels, we think she's like the luckiest woman on the planet. So she applied for this and she was carrying me in the front and then my sister in the back or, and uh, waiting on, like in this long line, which she describes as being something like around like half a mile long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She waited in the line and for, for an opportunity. So we were very, very blessed and fortunate because we realized that other people weren't able to leave that refugee camp. What a powerful story. Well, I have to say also the apprehension from our father was because he was this he was a leader in the war between Eritrea and Ethiopia. He was actually in an, um, a terrible accident where he stepped on a landmine. No, his comrade, sorry, stepped on a landmine. And the particles from the landmine, the dismembered particles, actually blinded our father. So he's blind in his left eye to this day. Mm-hmm. So there is a sense of, just, an, I believe, in short, kind of a, an attachment to the cause or to the, the motherland and to Eritrea. And just wondering, our mother had to kind of explain in a way, at least that's what they, how they share this with us, is she need, we need to do better for our children. And that was ultimately the choice. I guess I want to do better for our, our kids. And um, we got very lucky, as Fevin said. And we this church, Third Presbyterian Church in Rochester, New York, a great church, sponsored us and they... It really took us in and this wonderful man named Peter Olofsson yeah. picked us up and he passed away recently. He was very close to our family. He picked us up from the airport and our father had me in one arm yeah. and Fabian was with our mother. And then we have, uh, we have an amazing brother named Thomas, our older brother, and just one leather, orange leather suitcase. And that was it. Yeah, yeah that was it. But in total, there's four of us. We have a younger brother. I think okay. you may have met Nate. He works for a Yes. He's like yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's yes. smart and fun. Smart guy. Smart They're both smart and fun. <laughs> both, both smart. Yeah. But, uh, and then he was born in the States, but yeah, okay. at that time it was the three of us. Wow, yeah. That's, yeah. that's incredible. And I didn't mention that. You're right. Because my dad, yeah, my, our father did suffer from, you understand, as a physician too, he suffered from shrapnel damage and um, throughout his whole body, um, he was injured. And then he was initially blind in both eyes, but he was able to regain, yeah, and vision uh, and the, the right. So he's blind and left. So he was taking, he was doing that, that journey from Eritrea to Sudan. In, in recovery. In recovery, yeah. In recovery, our father is so incredible. He's the most active person we know. He yeah, swims, very- he runs, he's so active. He's one of the health, probably the healthiest person, yeah. person in our family. He's, he's just not so- going to let anything get him down. Yeah. yeah. No, he is the most amazing, absolutely. And he's the most, the ha- his smile is my favorite. He's he does, so- he has the best smile. He doesn't, we make a joke because every time we want to take a, like, dad, pose for a photo. He doesn't know how to pose. He knows how to laugh. <laughs> so all he does is laugh. And I'm like, that's all you do, you just laugh. Like, when people say smile, he just starts with his <laughs> It's so, but it's so genuine, you know, so it's so pure. The both of them are so pure. Very pure. You have such a beautiful family. And you talked about coming out, Fabin, you came out first. Yes. And I can tell, honestly, I can tell. Like, even if you didn't tell me that, just from watching you. Really? Do you have twins in your family? No. Just just behaviorally as a psychologist, I can, I can kind of pick up the body language and you kind of like tell Helena to do this or oh it's the opposite oh, yeah she tells opposite. me what to do really well, yeah. <laughs> I, I always see you doing it but maybe to what? what for what just like small small little things oh really like, I've tried to like, fix like, her hair and she tell me like there. oh that's nice yeah. no 
Uh, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, situation. situational. Okay. But for the most part, I feel like Helena is like, even with our, our website, like she, it was like, she gave me a lot of direction and I just kind of ran with it. Oh, so really? I feel like she's a, Depending on what the strength is. At the right. Time. I'm a sociology major. So I always oh. think that, and I'm always fascinated by human behavior and nature versus nurture. I think that some personalities are, I'm sure, I mean, you have a degree in this, a high, very high degree PhD. So I'm sure you know more, but I feel in my own existence, I can see when society has influenced the way we think about certain things and then things that we're inherently born with. Yes. I think, though, um, with our philosophy, our brand philosophy at 241 Cosmetics is that you can be both brains and beauty. And the origin of our name. <laughs> okay, so Fevin was born, um, as you were saying, she was born 15 minutes before me. 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Okay, that's a whole 15. Time. That's yeah. a good amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, you know, funny enough, when I met my husband, I told him that, like, I really want twins. It'd uh-huh. be so great to have twins. You will have twins. <laughs> I said you'll have twins. Really? Okay, yeah. Well, oh, I'm just putting it out there for well, you. thank you. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I you would be a great twin mom. Really? Yeah, you would. <laughs> You'd be I, great. Being a twin <laughs> is the most amazing thing. I love being a twin. It's You're having a, a mirror a best friend the day that you're that you're born you have a soulmate mm-hmm. you never feel alone I never feel alone never feel alone no but we do appreciate our space but we never feel alone. right yeah. and you're identical so there's also that because you can be a twin but maybe not have the same look and so yeah. it's kind of cool yeah. because you get to be able to see what everyone else sees I think it's really hard sometimes to know how you really appear until you see yourself maybe on camera from like lots of different angles. And uh, I think it's hard to know like how you really present. It's very difficult for people to figure that, that out so unless people tell them. That's a very interesting, interesting question. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Because yeah. I think we look different. Well, technically we're identical twins. What you're saying is actually very interesting because from a distance, yeah, from like face to face, you know, we're different yeah. people, but from a distant distance, have you ever resent, have you ever seen somebody and that, okay, that kind of reminds me or kind of looks like my, me and there's only no. you. And, and she's saying that with yourself, you don't have that. And I, it's so funny because I've taken that for granted. What you just said is an aha moment for me. I'm like, wait a minute. That's actually, I just true. got what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so Helena to explain it to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, clearly. That is actually really deep. I've never thought about it because we've just taken it for, we've yeah. never thought about about that yeah that's, that's so yeah. funny <laughs> i'll even like but I, yeah i just didn't but you're absolutely right it is an aha moment <laughs> yeah you you yeah, don't have a, a, someone who even slightly resembles you that you see from a distance like oh my gosh that's yeah. no that's not me you know yeah. that's that's so interesting yeah i think, I think there is a study that. that they claims that there's a doppelganger for all of everyone on the planet that's what i've heard too you, do you have do you know yours no. Okay. I'll, I'll look around. I do have someone. Actually, she's actually an influencer, and her middle name is actually Michelle, and she's actually from Ghana too, which is really interesting. Her name is Essie Michelle, and yeah. when I saw her picture on Instagram once, I thought it was me because I had the same dress, and I was like, I had to really Wait, think, like, get out. what in the world? I'm gonna look her up. And so many people they comment all the time, and they'll say, "I thought this was Dr. Michelle," and it's just hilarious because. There's so many coincidences. Her name being also Michelle just makes it more confusing. That is but so she's funny. She's the sweetest person, and uh, we've met in person. Did you did you see the resemblance when you met her in person, or was it just in the photograph? I see the resemblance, but when we took a picture together, we looked very different in my eyes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Could be aura. It could be aura. I think the aura is part of it. Yeah, aura is a big deal. You know yeah. what? Another thing is with being a twin, and as I'm looking at you, <laughs> when people ask to do things with us, we have each other to use as an excuse not to. Really? Yeah. What so, I, 
<laughs> I was just thinking, if some people don't have that backup unless you're in a, a partnership. Like people will ask us like, oh, can you and your sister do this? And then we can always blame, oh, so-and-so can't do it. Fabian can't do it because of this. So we, And then it's her fault or right. like that backup. So there, there's always... <laughs> I like that. It's That's so random. I'm thinking about it because we do a lot of things together and we have to coordinate together and all of that. I was. It's just funny. That is funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> I definitely, I, yeah, I usually use you as an excuse. Helena just says no. <laughs> Helena has understood that, like, no, it's, it's a, a full, full sentence. sentence. It's a full yeah, sentence. Yeah. And so how are you different from one another, Helena? How are we how different? Are you different? That's such a great question. I mean, you went to different colleges, which is great because yeah. you have different interests. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I went to Skidmore. If I couldn't get into Skidmore. this. That's why Helena got yeah. <laughs> But I'm happy to be a William Smith alum. But I went to William yeah, Smith. Yeah. But yeah, I think we had different interests. I think I didn't actually know what I wanted to go to college for. And then, you know, being African parents, they kind of just told you this is what you're going to do. So I was a sociology and government major. Okay. So I was a double major. But I decided sociology for myself and government was really what our parents mm-hmm. wanted they encourage. And then Bevan had a different interest in, in college. I think though the biggest difference, is there a really big difference? I think I don't worry as much. Okay. Helena's baseline is chill, okay. but she works really hard. But her baseline is very, whereas I am look a little bit more intense. Okay. I will say that. Right? That, that's the biggest difference. But we're both artistic. We're both into mm-hmm. aesthetics. Any book that she recommends, most of the books I read is because she's recommended it. And then I'm like, oh my God, I, I love this book so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love this book so much. Oh, so. I know the biggest difference. What am I talking about? Femin's amazing cook. This girl can make... I don't even, I stress. But you're like, really good with putting though. a Beyond Burger in a skillet. This girl will, we don't, I don't eat red meat if I'm just either. Meanwhile, she'll, I don't eat red meat either. She'll prepare Nothing red wrong meat. with it, but I don't eat it either. Yes, we don't either. But she can prepare red meat in the, for, uh, what is it, fillets? Let me I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh. God to me, I cannot make a chicken. I, the yeah. thought make of it, chicken. I can't do it. Roast a chicken, girl. Not make a chicken. No, make a chicken. I know actually how like, like, you know, listen, my, like yeah, yeah, exactly. She, what do you call it? What's the chicken that you roast all the time? A Cornish hen. Cornish. Corn, yeah. Yes, yeah. I love. Yeah, You're, I can tell you cook. I do. Yeah, but I do cook, but not that. It's actually really difficult to cook vegetarian things or make it really exciting. That's okay. what I've learned. To me, it's easy. But the, in Fevin will tell you it's easy too. But everything is easy to her. I can never do uh, the steaks and the uh, the chick the lambs. Yeah. She's never even That's had lamb, and she can literally <laughs> prepare a, a lamb dish just by this. She's never wow. had lamb. She you prepares know, it by the people, but just by the sense she can tell you. I have a it's very, very so that's yeah. the biggest thank you so much. I have a really great sense of smell. Helena does too. So it's easy. Yeah, because remember I hugged you I was like, oh, you smell so good. <laughs> no, you smell very you good. Smell good. <laughs> but so yeah, I, it's just easy for me to like, I'll, I'll just smell things. I'll figure it out. I'm an intuitive. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm an oh, intuitive um, chef, I guess. And is that I'm gonna, can I say I'm an intuitive chef? I'm not a chef. Intuitive cook, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, you know, it's interesting how you said that you are more like a little, not you didn't use the word serious. You said intense. intense oh, no, I am. Right? Yeah. I think it's really interesting in terms of like the fashion world when we talk about the dress versus the essence of a person mm. because there, I know you may not be familiar with it because it's a very like niche section that I found deep in YouTube <laughs> where, <laughs> right. where it was talking about like fashion in terms of your clothes and how clothes drapes on you versus fashion based on your essence, how you present 
because clothes can drape on you in a certain way so that you wear certain clothing, but your essence ultimately is like the vibe you give off. So for example, if you drape really nice and like angelic, beautiful, light clothing, but you're very intense, that doesn't match, right? You would expect mm-hmm. someone who's like a Lisa Bonet to be very like ethereal mm-hmm. and just like light. You wouldn't expect her to be intense. In a pencil right? length yeah. skirt with like, right, yeah, exactly. like a polo button down. Yeah. So it's interesting because you're twins, but you have different essences mm-hmm. based on how you present. Mm-hmm. If you, let's say Helena's more like bubbly and you're a little bit more intense, mm-hmm. that will also affect the way that you dress. Oh my gosh, that's know? a great question. And so it's really, it's well, black really, is your well, favorite black color. And, like, and I'm wearing, I wore this because it's like the closest thing to a bright color for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to wear green because, you know, GMA people uh-huh. requested that we wear bright colors. But You look great in bright colors. Th- so. Thank you so yeah, much. It's seriously. just, it's not really like, I'm, I'm not really comfortable in bright colors unless I'm wearing some like, you know, Ghanaian like Ugh, ensemble because you can't, funny. you can't show up wearing black there. Like, no, know. it's for funerals. Yeah, for funerals. Yeah. I wear, <laughs> I, it's like the same way in Eritrea. I enjoy wearing black and, uh-huh. but Helena looks amazing with like bright, vibrant. Her, I would say your baseline is to grab something more vibrant, right? I love white though. Yeah, so she loves I just, white. You know, funny story. <laughs> the white and gold, black and blue dress. Do you remember that? Do you remember the whole social media phenomenon? Oh, yes. <laughs> Where you had to look at the picture and yes, yes. Out. That was yes. very confusing. Yes. Well, what did you see? I don't remember what I saw, but whatever I saw wasn't what everyone else saw. Okay. Well, and I felt like I was. Well, yes. something was wrong. Yes. Feminist. Big reveal. Big reveal. <laughs> Let me just say, <laughs> like, honestly, uh, so when we were walking down the street, my friend sent me the screen. Uh, my friend sent it to me. And she said, the screenshot. She's like, girl, what is this color? Well, tell me the dress. Tell me the color of this dress. And I'm like, white and gold. Okay. And I went over. I showed Fevin in real time. Fevin goes, no, it's blue and black. How interesting. And I've said. I looked at her like, what are you talking about? It's scared. white and gold. I was, I'll never forget, we were outside of the tar pits on Lachmo's night, oh, at yes. night we were walking. And I just looked at my sister and I'm like, am I in an alternate universe? <laughs> no, no she looked scared. And she saw, the, she saw the right color. I saw the wrong one. So am I just walking around the world with like rose-colored glasses? <laughs> like everything is white and gold? Maybe. And that would be fabulous. <laughs> no, no, but, but honestly though, Helena looked at me like she like, she was scared. Like she was scared for me. <laughs> <Seven>. <laughs> We get trashed. Like, I'm like, let's this, go. We're gonna get some help. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, look at me. Like, I had something going on with my. I was like, no, honey, you were the one who saw it wrong. Are people okay. able to like tell you apart? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but the, the, I mean, today I'm. But like, the I'm wearing silly question that they ask is, but sometimes when Helena and I wear the same thing, you know, for you know, two for one, we just do it because it's our, it's part of our brand. Sure. You know, we wear the the solid colors, and it's like everyone needs a white blazer, so we're, you know. But anyway, so um. But the interesting thing about uh, Helena is that you you do tend to uh, gravitate towards brighter colors. When you want to know something interesting, when I when I especially like I mean I've kind of slowed down in terms of designing um, homes, but usually when I my aesthetic is more of like the neutrals, you know. Okay. Um, I do like vibrant colors, and but I think like the, the pop of color through and you know a home accessory like a vase or whatever. But you won't see me like with like you know pink pink soap. I won't I won't I won't do that. 
But um, modern. Yeah, but we also do neutral nails, and I'm gonna share a secret. The colors to me, my eyes are so sensitive to colors okay. that when I do like a red, like a red nail, I just feel very distracted. I'm like, what is like? <laughs> yeah, it's like not that's like all you see. Yeah. I feel very distracted. But with our these, homes are but very the neutral. Neutral nails are just very elegant. Yeah, look at yours. I think your yeah, these are so elegant. Yeah, oh, thank you're you elegant so as well. Much. Actually, you are absolutely. You're amazing. Yeah. You're a great listener, and you have such a warmth about you when you're asking questions. Yeah, thank very good. Yeah, very good. Thank you. <laughs> What are your nicknames for one another? Do you have any? Fabu and Hello. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's cute. Our parents call us that. It's just, yeah. I mean, we don't have pet names if that's what you're well, thinking that. Well, for one another, if you called each other something. Fabs. Like, makes uh, just, like, I had the ass like she was multiple. <laughs> it's Fabs. Fabs. Hey, Fabs. I call her, I call Helena Hello. I only call her Helena because we're here, but it's oh, like, she goes to Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello. That's pretty. Yeah, so strange. I just realized I call you Fabs all the time. Yeah. She's, like, unless, unless you're like, Fevin, are you there? Because sometimes what happens. <laughs> happens is that when we're working on things like out of my head yeah deadlines oh I'm really good with deadlines because I procrastinate so I feel like the pressure cooker is on I I always get it in even if it's like a minute before but um sometimes she's like Fevin we have a deadline needs to be you know delivered yeah by then so she has to remind me yeah it's interesting because in like we were mentioning about different situations and bring out different personalities and I'm definitely as I say intense Mm -hmm. um I can be actually I can be intense with deadlines to the point where I make her a little nervous. She's like, "Why? You're gonna figure it out. It'll be okay." I'm like, "God, I don't know why." And that way, yeah. But your baseline is you're just a lot more. T- oh, my baseline I, I is very her, chill. I call her to calm down. Yeah, yeah. my baseline yeah, is very so. chill. And we yeah. all kind of fluctuate. Yeah, it's, it's calm. Necessary. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So let's talk about two for one cosmetics. Yeah, your amazing makeup line. I'm so inspired by it, and oh, I will yeah. tell you that whenever I see you, ladies, your makeup is always so beautiful. Oh, and just very like elegant and understated that's one thing I really like about it it's not over the top I mean makeup trends have changed a lot but I like the way that the makeup looks on your face the way that it's applied and and the colors that you offer Mm -hmm. so I want to just talk about just how you got to this point first of all Helena, you can tell me. What does two-for-one cosmetics mean? What is the name behind it? So the name, it's a play on words. Um, Growing up as twins, they would always kind of, kind of, Constantly comparison. I feel like honestly, it's just strange. I'm going to give that question to Bevan because every time we've done interviews, she gives, she answers it. So I'm oh, like, you know, really? you could do. It. I feel like I'm taking her lines. No, right no. <laughs> Maybe you'll say something she doesn't normally say. No, I do. I usually like, take you yeah, back on it. She she reminds me. So you're right. It's a twin thing. I'm just like, I don't want to steal her line. No, no, no. So so two for one. I had like this uh, like this moment one day. I was you know I go on these what we call Steve Job walks. So we're just like just where your mind like for us walking and working out, but this time I was just walking and I just the name the name two for one cosmetics hit me because I was growing up as twins people would constantly ask us are you guys two four one but f-o-r get it two four one and then they would ask these questions because you know as twins like you we we get attention without even trying so they would have us stand next to each other and and they'll compare us or they'll ask who's the artsy twin or who's the 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 smart twin who likes to read books or who's the twin that likes to you know they always do these comparisons or who's the twin that's smart and the other and and or who's a who's an evil twin was such a mean question yeah they'd ask it was just a weird question it's really unhealthy 
Yeah. Very unhealthy. Yeah, those little kids, right? Uh, but then it was our father who, because he, he was constantly hearing it all the time. Okay. And he was like, they're not two for one. There's no discount on their self-worth. That's right. Yeah, right? So the dad was like, no, there's no discount on your self-worth. And you remember that. So you guys, you are Fevin and you are Helena. You're Febu, you're Helu. With two for one, we thought, let's come up with a, with a name that is meaningful to us, but also that kind of stood out. So she was like, what do you think about two for one? You know, I play on words because, you know, growing up as twins, they were constantly comparing us. And we thought, and our father was very encouraging. He's like, you can be both. You can be both brains and beauty. You could be, you know, into arts and you could be into science. You could do all of that. And I thought, wow, it's such a great name because I've never seen it on a beauty brand ever. And it's what we later found out was when we got on these um, lists of like top whatever brands they didn't know where to put us because our it's a number two four one so we ended up always being on top (laughs) and that means a lot because our last name is johannes and we've always been last so that was great that is great yeah because at first we're thinking do we spell it out and then we're like oh no because you know another thing we're gonna share with you because we want to obviously expand to other countries and so numbers are very easy to translate everyone knows what two four one is exactly that's Really the only thing yeah. we have to Thank explain you. is it's not 241, it's 241. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it has a dash. The yeah, dot, yeah, yeah. Probably. Exactly, some, you're right. The dot, but some people, they're like, they thought it was a, a zip code. I'm like, aren't zip codes more like, uh, or area codes? Yeah. I'm like, aren't area codes? I don't know, Lord, whatever. Yeah, people okay. are. Now they <laughs> but, know. So we incubated the idea in 2016, that's correct. Um, and then we launched. And then we launched in 2019. Yeah, so we launched in 2019. But I think Fab and I have always been really into beauty, and but not really from a very kind of shallow point of view. It's usually our way of meditating. And it's usually about our time and self-care. So we have a blog called Fevin and Helena, which we should relaunch really. But um, And in, in that blog, we would write about food, fashion, decor, and more. And what we found was people were really into what we were wearing. And as you mentioned, so kindly you said that Fev and I are really into um, understated anything, yeah. understated fashion, understated beauty. And we really saw beauty is a way to enhance a woman's natural features mm-hmm. as opposed to like contouring the heck out of someone's face or you just are unrecognizable. And actually just are naturally much more beautiful than I think society was trying to tell us that even till to this day. Um, so we actually funded our own company. I don't know if we've shared that with you. Yeah, we, we're 100% owned. We, yeah, we own ourselves 100%. Thank, Thank you. you. That's amazing. How inspirational. Thank you. Which means like we're obviously like, what I love about that is that we're in control of the messaging. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to be able to do that. Yeah. It's such a blessing that you can do it. Yeah. No one can interfere with your yeah. vision. Yeah. Right. And, and I feel like we, it wasn't by choice at first. So. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. The truth is that um, we would present our ideas mm-hmm. to a lot of venture capitalists or a lot of people who are angel investors. And that's what we thought we had to do to start a company. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to start a company on someone else's with someone else's money you don't you can actually just beta test your own ideas and create a very mvp minimum viable product and launch that way and so that's what we actually end up doing is that we were kind of exhausted i think from presenting to um to these investors and, and knows too yeah because sometimes no no yeah. no 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 yeah. everything was a no 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 and we're like you need to show more traction oh my gosh my favorite word i go i just oh that's a lot of pressure yeah. you know with our company that's something that i actually thought 
was the only way to go as well. So I was telling my husband, like, yes, let's do that. Let's get investors. Let's do this. And he's like, let's just see what we can do. Ex- Thank first. you, Josh. Thank yes, you, Josh. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's see what... And that's essentially what Feather and I did, where we put our own money together and launched our own company. And it was scary, but it was the most fulfilling. You know, it was a confidence builder because once we realized like, oh my goodness, after incubating the idea and launching it, when we were launching our our company, um, we took ourselves off of Instagram for about, we love Instagram because it's a great place where you can connect with customers because, you know, beauty to us is a way to, it's a conduit to connection, right? Mm -hmm. So I love Instagram, but Helene and I had to take ourselves off of there because sometimes visually, on that platform, it could be a little bit misleading. Uh, and, uh, you know, women mostly are glorified for their exterior. So they're not really pushing the substance, you know, like what book you read or something. You know what I mean? It's more like, you know, right. how you look on the beach that day. But it's it's fine. You know, um, you could do both. That's what I've learned. But Helene and I took ourselves off of Instagram and um, we wanted to focus on the messaging. So Helena goes, you know, we have to be uh, we have to be non-toxic ingredients, of course, for clean beauty, but also non-toxic messaging. That just resonates. Right. Non-toxic ingredient and non-toxic messaging. Yeah. Yeah. But also our, the beauty philosophy is about enhancing women's features and not concealing it. And um, we always say confidence is the best contour because you can apply whatever you want on top. But if you don't feel good inside, then none of this matters. So yeah. we decided to we're the first beauty brand to incorporate affirmations behind the products. So rather than just, you know, obviously you could, there's a list of ingredients. We also have a positive affirmation behind every product. So role model, the affirmation is or the message is you are the most influential person that you ever meet. You are the most influential person you ever meet. So you are your own role model. And Helena wrote Queen and Red Sea. Do you want, want to share that? No. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Red but, Sea. Uh, but Red, oh, Red Sea is... Um, so Red Sea is honor of Eritrea because... So we did use Eritrea as a source of inspiration for some of the messaging. So in some of the, in a lot of the, well, to the name. So Red Sea and then Asmar. Asmar is the capital city of Eritrea. Mm-hmm. So that was our way of just honoring our motherland, right? But it was so important to, as Fevin was saying about using the affirmations, because we do find that looking in the mirror at yourself is very very, I think of, uh, so it's an amazing thing to do, right? Primarily because it's the one time where you're looking at an unfiltered version of yourself. You're not looking at your phone. You're not putting a filter on your face. You're looking at an unfiltered version of yourself in the mirror. And what we found was that when you are not listening to music or if you just kind of quiet the noise around you, a lot of the thoughts in your head are things that you've consumed throughout the day or throughout life. Mm -hmm. And what are the things that you're saying to yourself? Because oftentimes words become thoughts, right? So the products we wanted to just validate the the person looking in the mirror, putting on our lipstick, like redemption, like you, uh, the highest form of uh, of redemption is self-improvement and personal success. Yeah. While looking polished. Of course. Polished. I wrote that after a friend called me because she got dumped by some guy. (laughs) I was like, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm like put, just put some lipstick on and keep it moving. But like put that love into yourself and just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of a, a reminders. And we, we hope that when you do wear two for one, that you know that you're being supported. And then Fev and I put our face out there as the brand because, well, we, we love the premium, premium products. All of our products are non-comedogenic. They're hypoallergenic. They're fragrance-free, cruelty-free. 
those are great. Those are yes. great things to have, especially because clean beauty is really important. If you have sensitive skin, clean like we do, we're and very conscious about what we put on our, what we ingest and what we put on our, our face. It's really important that whoever you're purchasing, what brand you're supporting um, is a reflection of who you are as a consumer or as a someone, who, as a customer. And as Bevan was saying, um, a queen is another it's one of one of my favorites. It's a great wine color. It's a Merlot, um, perfect red wine. Fall. It's perfect. This exactly is perfect for fall. But what, as we were writing that, we were just letting our customer know that you have the power to crown yourself. You don't have to wait on someone else to get that exterior. You have the power to crown yourself. You and that, ladies? You have the power to crown yourself. To crown yourself. Yeah, but that nice. the affirmation behind Queen is really beautiful. And um, Helena wrote it like to be a queen. Oh, Feb, I think you can go ahead, Feb. No, but you, you choose. Um, I don't remember what it is, but basically, like you. Choose. Yeah, there's. You can go to our website. We wrote so, it all there. Actually, we wrote, we wrote every single word. I you were talking. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Big, a big Sorry, moment. I'm mouthing. Yeah, my seven. I'm waiting can, for you. You can like just start it all over because we'll edit it. Like, oh that. no, no. Okay. But we wrote every single word on our website, and I cannot believe like, it. Just reminded me yeah. of a major moment. Okay. <laughs> Well, let me share the story, though. We have a huge announcement on November 1st. So check out our Instagram at 241 Cosmetics and uh, our personal Instagrams, too. You can find this all on 241 Cosmetics. So I totally just cannot believe I missed the story. <laughs> we took ourselves off of Instagram. And uh, so we spoke to our advisor and also, I, you know, Murray. So Murray was like, you guys should be like, position yourself to be like the Oprah of makeup. And yeah. I thought it was interesting he said that because he knows how much we love Oprah. And now, you know, you have a talk show. So I know you. You love Oprah. <laughs> I think she's amazing. Isn't she amazing? Oh, she's, she's, she's amazing. She's the closest thing to a living, breathing prophet. In <laughs> yeah, she also she, came from very humble beginnings. Yeah. And what he meant by that was that Oprah has this amazing ability to talk to anyone. It doesn't matter what backgrounds you, you know, you, how different your backgrounds are. She has this amazing ability to just talk to anybody. Yeah. So that's what he meant. He was like, she, you could you should be for everyone. So you shouldn't position yourself to just be a beauty brand for people of uh, color, which okay. is great. It should be for, so on our website, we clearly say uh, makeup for all women and um, all shades all shades yeah all shades makeup for all shades and our advisor was like oh you guys have to meet Oprah one day and our, our advisor is just to give you a background she's she's a German woman right and I'm like wait why is everyone saying we, we have to meet Oprah she one day? To meet Oprah so yeah, yeah. So Helena and I, instead of reading, of you, Rike, yeah, hearing. instead of yeah, instead of uh, having music in the background, um, Helena likes to. Uh, for a long time, it was Michelle Obama's becoming in the yes. background. But this yeah, time, that was like on rotation. Yeah, she was just listening. I mean, like so while in, you're working, working yeah, you while know. we're in the house. That's our thing. Audible. So we don't. We would never play. We would play music. We would literally play an audible. Yeah, so oh, an audible okay. book. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah. we had an audible book playing in the background for. I would say like like a, a month or two, and it was Oprah Winfrey's "What I Know for Sure." Have you read that book? I have not, but I've heard of it. Oh, we're gonna Please get to read that book. We're, yeah, we're gonna get to. Yeah, that book just changed the direction of our company. I'll explain to you why. It, it was all of the lessons that she distilled in that book that we applied literally in our affirmations. So I remember like even when we're writing Double Trouble Mascara, mm -hmm. you know, I, I literally I switched to my Oprah voice. It's like, uh, who, who does she, she think, think she, she is? Yeah. I popping like, I, I'm going to tell you who I think I am, okay? <laughs> yeah. Who does she think she is? I pop a mascara. Like it was just yeah. like, I would literally switch the, like we switch our voices. Or even, yeah, oh, you got into that mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or even, she's a muse. Yeah, she, oh, she's a huge muse and inspiration. And, and she also is a role model. And, well, Oprah would say so it whole, the whole thing would be what would Oprah say was oh, our, so Helena and, I, Helena and I were like well what would Oprah say and for you know role model I'm like ah she would say you know what you are the most influential person you will ever meet so you are your own role model and I just thought oh my gosh 
only for like, okay, so we launched our company. So that was when we were writing the site copy, it was probably like, you know, in April. And then we launched our company in July. I don't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, the pandemic hit. And, but we've always been direct as consumers. So we've been D to C. So we didn't have the luxury of a storefront, right? But And it's really hard to sell beauty products online. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So fragrance uh, is very, yeah. So we can talk about that. Yeah, so we focused on the feeling. And, you know, and Simon Sinek says the best. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Like, why are you buying this, right? Yes. So, we, yeah. so it, you know, so and we also got a piece of advice from DVF, Diane von Furstenberg. And she said, or Dion von Furstenberg. And she said, you know what? You guys should have, your story should be on the landing page. So she's like, it should be about like, your story. Yeah, share your story. And I thought, okay, so we're taking all this advice from everyone. Yeah. We launched and then the pandemic hit fine then i so from a year launching our company can you believe we got an email i thought it was i didn't even think it was real and it was a beautiful kind amazing woman named elizabeth elizabeth, yeah, elizabeth. Yeah. she's like uh oprah magazine would like to feature you guys wow <laughs> yeah that is incredible so, yeah but just as it's feminine the journey of that i think that you like we said words become thoughts yeah but also when you're aligned mm-hmm. the universe is really there to unfold and really show you yeah yes I, words become thoughts and the thoughts become action absolutely yes, yes words and absolutely like but miracles they felt like a miracle moment yeah it felt like a lifeline for our business because as Fed mentioned we were, we launched in six months later COVID I mean no one knew everyone's wearing masks we're like we have lipstick brand like we have lipstick products like anyone who wears lipsticks it was just very scary for us as, as business owners and yes. we thought oh my god we took we took three years of our lives to focus on this mm-hmm. and is it gonna just die right. now with COVID but that's and divine favor it's, di- oh, oh, it's ooh, divine favor that's you know, good it's like in the midst of something where it shouldn't have worked out it was working out on your on your side and oh I love that that divine favor yeah you know you just talk about like in the bible when the plagues were happening in Egypt but then the Israelites like their their sheep were fine like they had food they had everything that they needed during a time when the people who live very nearby were going through all this Mm -hmm. turmoil and it's kind of the same thing it's like the world was crashing businesses were failing and yours was was blooming and uh, and uprising Mm -hmm. so i think that's divine favor for sure Mm -hmm. wow thank you so much yeah that's that's, i mean after one year i I receive it i receive it yeah Yeah. after one year i i don't understand it honestly (laughs) umar said this to us once and umar's my husband he said miracles become a norm when you're aligned he's like they become normal when you're aligned and Mm -hmm. i thought wow i have to share that yeah, it's no longer even a miracle. It's just the way that you live. But what ended up happening is that uh, we ended up being on her list for Oprah's favorite things. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. So well, you how- were able to, were you able to meet Oprah? Yes. So you did meet Oprah. And what was it like meeting her? It, well, I met Oprah um, the year I graduated from college. So it was at a graduation for Kirby, Gail's daughter. Okay. And she didn't know who I was. <laughs> and I walked right straight to her. She was with Stedman, of course, and his gorgeous uh, Hermes bag in hand. And she gave this great speech. And and the I remember one line in particular. She was talking about when she was becoming Oprah. We know Oprah. But before that, she had a moment where she wanted to be a Barbara Walters of an Oprah Barbara Walters. She looked at Barbara Walters. Do you remember Barbara oh, Walters? Of course. As as the person she was at the time, like before Oprah, cool, Barbara was yeah, she's the legendary. lead. Yeah, legendary lead. In her, uh, she has a great book called Audition, which I I read. And I met her. She was so great. But 
So she was the journalist. She was the interviewer. She was the, she was the face, I would say, of broadcast news. Mm -hmm. And so there was a moment Oprah had to speak. Um, it was from some news airline. I can't remember. And she said, Canada, Canada. Or she said it really weird. Mm -hmm. And she realized it's because she was trying to sound like Barbara Walters. Oh. And she says, you know what? I learned that moment. I could be a better me than an imitation of Barbara Walters. Yes. And so... I just was so just taken by that. I go, yes, because she's she was really the pioneer of the authenticity, I would say, and the connection. Voice, yeah. And like she really was um, over at the time. And when I walked up to go, hi, I just think you're I couldn't even get it out. Like, I didn't even know what I was saying. Like, I just think you're <laughs> great. Like, that was all I had. I'm like, really? I mean, over. I'm saying I just think you're great. And she goes, she grabs my hand. She does this thing that left. Let me do it. Really, like, your left yeah. hand. You know, she does oh, left, left hand. hand. Okay. Yeah. Wait, actually, no, your right hand. She's left handed. So yeah. she went, she grabbed my hand like this. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this. Now I do it. Now I do my little Oprah yeah. handshake. And she, <laughs> she goes, I like your bag. And I had this cheap, like, sequence, like, heart <laughs> rose. It was not even cute, this bag. It was cute. I mean, at the time, it was cute. Today, would I wear it? Probably not. Yeah, but was I, was still, I was still stylish. I had a white blazer on. I had a little my, my jeans. Like, I was here to meet Oprah. And okay. she goes, you know what? I, and I loved her. I go, I love your bag. And she, it was like, Hermes. <laughs> like, I don't even. And then she goes, I go, she goes, you know, I like your style. And she just said it like that. And I thought, oh my gosh, Oprah Winfrey just said she liked my style. And then come like two decades, like like ten a decade later, she picks us for Oprah Favorite Things. She doesn't remember I I I didn't share that story with her, but I should. I mean I will. But it was so cool that she she knew it then and I say she now knows it now. Yeah. <laughs> but that, happens. Yeah, that yeah. happens. People yeah. will sometimes like be in the room with someone that ends up being their husband years later and then it's like they see a picture and they were in the same room and they didn't even realize that. Is that like, how you well, met your husband? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, but similar. Oh, okay. kind, of, kind of similar in a oh, sense. Okay. We were at the same place at the same time. Oh, okay. And did not know. So, okay. yeah, kind of. But she's incredible. <laughs> yeah, she is. Stay tuned. That's November great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Febin, who is the creative person and the operations person in the brand? Or do you split the duties? No, I would definitely say I'm the creative one and Helena is definitely the operations. Okay. Like, yeah. If I, yeah. Uh, I, I love all the creative stuff. And so that's been my, that's been my, my thing. Helena is definitely the one who's taking the boss. Not by choice, but yeah. really <laughs> by necessity, <laughs> by necessity. So here's what we learned in creating a company. You have to roll up your sleeves. Let me just say, so here's what we learned by creating a company. You have to roll up your sleeves and you have to learn how to do everything. And if you don't know how to learn, if you don't know something, get at least basic knowledge on it. Because if you do outsource it or you do hand it over to someone else, they might like rip you off or they might just, they don't know what they're doing and then delay your process of, in, in your growth. Natural creativity, creative things come more naturally to Fevin. As I was yeah. mentioning, she's an amazing chef and all of that stuff. Right. Um, and aesthetics and design and things like that. I do have that. It's not something I think needs to, that hole doesn't need to be as, doesn't need to be filled with 241 mm -hmm. um, because we have it and she, we're in great hands. She's spearheads all the social media, most of the social media um, content, but we do work on a content calendar. We'll work through things and we'll hash out ideas in terms of like execution and get operational stuff that's definitely tends to be more me yeah. but I, it's also because i actually have a little I, i'm interested in some of the back-end stuff she has no interest in it it's, it's building back-end stuff creative because i think it is but it's yeah, not as creative everything as but, creative. No, it's, yeah, but i did when i had to work with a developer i really, I really forced my hand to 
you know, when we work, because, you know, when we work with developers, then mm-hmm. I, yeah. I am close, somewhat like, a, yeah. I just switch my brain. There. She's, yeah, when she needs to. Yeah. Um, but it's but not, if I had the choice, I would just work on only creative, creative stuff, oh, yeah. of course. But yeah, yeah, you don't have the a background in business. That's no, we do not. Before. So how did you? We don't, we're not even makeup artists. I, I, I like, mean, so it's like, we just, we just know just what we like. It. Yeah. Yeah, we just did it. And we have a, you know what I'm going to say? We have an amazing eyeliner because that's our hero product is liquid eyeliner. And we say sometimes in business. November 1st. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to do it again? Restocking November 1st, our eyeliner. Yeah. yeah. The winget is amazing. And it's one of my favorite affirmations because you can sometimes in business and in life, you can prepare as much as you can, hope for the best, but you just got to wing it. You just got to go. And I think that's a great message for a lot of women. When you, there's so much research on how we over prepare for things or we don't feel like we're as qualified as men are in different fields. But just, just do it because we are very capable. I think that you have to have a growth mindset as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It's really this mindset of, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to learn how to. When you have that, when you have that growth mindset, it, a lot of things like Bev and she's like, I wasn't as excited in learning how to do some um, technical things, but I worked with the developer because she knew that she had to get it done. Yeah, right. Same with I, me. Like, I'm not excited about numbers. I'm lucky that um, Mark, my husband can actually help us with numbers, but I sat there and he, and he he's explaining things to me. I go, we're not, we're not the best at a lot of these things. I think maybe you would learn in business school, but we're really good. We're really, well, I think what we really over index in and we're really great at is human connection and also just execution. Mm -hmm. You could talk, 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 but if you don't do it, it's just going to sit there and it's not going to go anywhere. And honestly though, like you learn along the way too. And And you find out that no one knows what they're doing all the time. <laughs> yeah. They really don't. We always say that, like, no one knows. No one knows. Like, you, and you just, you just have to do it. You literally just have to go out there and just do it. Mm-hmm. And so just wing it. You just, just wing it. I like that. Yeah. But, but, but my background was uh, media communications and peer education, human relations. So I really focused on okay. like, like understanding what the media, media, understanding media and what that's telling us. And so, and like, and then I worked in, um, besides, you know, design, I have a marketing background too. So I really focused on that. Okay. And yeah. So you do right. have some. And then Helena something. worked, yeah, Helena worked advertising and sponsorship. So she, oh yeah, I worked in advertising sales for about eight yeah. years prior for the Writers Guild. It's a completely different audience there, mm-hmm. like screen and TV writers. But, but as you were saying about one of the coolest things, and she has to remind me because I kind of forget, Fevin, you know, it's funny because you don't know, you don't know what you don't know, or you don't know how much you know until you experience something or go through something. So I used to work um, specifically with the Academy on the For Your Consideration campaigns mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the studios that spent the most money on marketing to like this tiny group of Academy members mm-hmm. ended up getting Best Picture wow. or ended up getting, or, or getting a nomination. And I found that, wow, it's so interesting that you can be this, um, a tiny film but if you get recognition from a studio and you, that kind of recognition and you market to a very small group of people that you could be best picture it's like something like that I noticed and even with our um, with our uh, 241 what we noticed is that We've created almost like mini campaigns within our brand. Um, but then we also learned that we're the David in this Goliath group of beauty brands. We're the underdog. We're the 
under mentored, we're the underfunded, we're yeah, we're the underdog, yeah, everything. But where we we're underdog, right? But where what we learned during COVID is that we can move faster because yeah. it's just the two of us, right? We're on that speedboat just moving around during so COVID. We're a little bit more agile, right? Okay. We're agile. Okay. We're other. We're the established legacy brands are these big yachts. It's harder to turn a big yacht That's when right. you're in a speedboat. It's easy. You're like zipping and zagging, and, and that's what we learned during COVID. Like we're zigzagging. When we want to launch a new product, we we have a great a manufacturer. We've great. We're all manufactured in Canada. We're very in our islanders in Germany. But we 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 know how to work with the team, and they're very small. We've learned that we move faster that way. For now, we understand as we expand and as we grow, it's going to be in scale. It's going to be a different um, a different ball game. However, we have those core values. Mm-hmm. That's that's important. We learned that during COVID. So yeah. even though you're the underdog in a sense, you're still like the lion, you know, because you, want, you, you, want, you have that yeah. small yeah. pebble, but you're you're able to. I really- love that. And you know, it's f- so interesting that Kathleen was mentioning like the academy and like we have not put any money into PR. So oh, I know, yeah. so like, so that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like you know, we would like the we money. Would love the money. We don't have the money. But you've done well. But yeah, and and, and this is Helena's line, okay? Because we're I'm giving you all the credit. <laughs> Helena said that God is our CMO. I love that. God is our CMO. So you can take that, Helena. No, no. <laughs> God is our CMO, and in, yeah. in faith, your faith has to be so bigger than your fears. But we put in the work. You know, I still work, too, to support our, our business. So Fev and I, we call it deferred gratification, the two for one. Fev still works to support it. But we're going to get all of those great things. We have to, we chose our business yeah. instead of uh, investing in our business. And, and then we don't go on those, you know, elaborate vacations to, I don't know, yes. St. Tropez or something. We're like, okay, we're going to get there, but let's just create, let's, let's build here now. And then we'll get all of that great, I mean, great things. Yeah, like, and build roads and Eritrea and do other things. We have, we have other visions that we have, but God is our CMO. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's not like, I mean, eventually we, like Helena says, it's not by choice, but we thank you God for, uh, for the press that we're getting. And I think that people just feel connected to yeah, our story. Yeah, it's really amazing. Always, a lot of it is. Always got you. Yeah, it's really. Uh, Helena's uh, caffeine is kick, kicking in. Guys. Oh my gosh. I know. I, <laughs> I don't normally have caffeine. I don't have caffeine. I love it. Though. And I'm having a little bit now, but I'm just excited about it. Yeah. It really just gave me. I get really excited about certain things. Well, also, sleep is very important. I just want to also oh, tell you guys, gosh, as an entrepreneur, you have to sleep. Me. I know, you told me. Oh, so but you have to sleep as an entrepreneur. <laughs> I know, you're a mom, so it's like... New mom. So, but you're right. Sleep is it's, it's necessary. It, but yeah. again, God can hold you through because, again, I work off of like two hours of sleep every night. But God wow, yeah. still... How many hours do you sleep? About two hours. That is... Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But no way. The Lord, you don't you don't even look at it. Yeah, what do you great. mean? <laughs> <laughs> How do you only get eight hours? I'm sorry, two hours. We have to have eight hours. This is a baby. He's so young and oh. he's always up and it's just, you know, it's constant. I mean, it's, it's a new world for me, but it's amazing to see how God has been able to still keep me. And I still feel just as energized. It's just, I know mentally that I didn't get a lot of sleep. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, I, and it's all God because normally I wouldn't be able to function, but uh, yeah. And it's, oh thank you. it's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing to be able to know that whatever you're doing has value in the end. And that even if you're uncomfortable, being open and having that growth mindset is so powerful mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can't do. 
I know with our business, something that I'm really uncomfortable with is like reaching out to people, like reaching out to you for the show, even though I knew you'd probably say yes, it was still out of my comfort zone to ask people to do anything. I'm not someone who really enjoys doing that when it has to do with like work. It'd be different if I was like, oh, let's go to brunch, right? So, um, but it's like, okay, if I want to do something, then I have to do something that's I'm a little uncomfortable with because it's part of the vision. And, you know, even if it's not fun or if it's out of your nature in the sense, I guess you could say, it's like you will always continue to change. And pretty soon it'll be part of my nature to just ask for whatever I need. Right? Absolutely. You know what's so interesting I, is that I'm I'm like you, Helena, is okay with asking. <laughs> it's you, like my you're, you're good with asking, Helena. We're asking. For Helena, anything. you asked for an, anything. You'll ask. You have, no, like, you. Yeah, you honestly, did. You said, oh, I need some coffee. I'm going to go get some coffee. No, no, you know, no, no. Like, anything, Helena. Like, Helena, I'm, I'm uncomfortable asking. When, even when we have, we have Zoom meetings and people are asking us the question, Helena would say, well, why do you ask? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Helena literally is o- always okay with asking. Uh, it's asking. A, it's important. Like, really? for, I don't, I mean, yes, I sound like you're really? so much. Yes, Helena, you're better. So I'm, I am Dr. Well, I don't call you Dr. Michelle. Yeah. Whatever, Dr. Jeff. Yeah. I am her. Like, okay. but you, Helena, you are okay. You even ask people. She'll turn. She'll, she's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Someone will ask one. Will ask a question. Then Helena will go. Well, I wonder why. Why do you ask? Because like you know. Oh, I. But I'm thinking when you're saying it's like an actual ask to make to help your company, right? But I think it's all connected it's all because connected. it's all just part of like a yeah. personality thing. Helena, so, even with our manager, you, it's, it's so part of, you're always okay with asking. Like, it's so much part of you that you really? probably don't yeah, even yeah. realize it because it's just part of. Who you are. Helena, how many times will we go into places and you'll just like ask what's going on and like basically figure out how to cut it through the line? Like, <laughs> like she does it oh, all that's the time. so funny. Uh, you know what? Um, me, I'm a little bit like shy about it. And I'm not a shy person, but I, I am you. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Asking. But I feel like... I, as you were saying that, I think I need to get better at that. Well, they say you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. That's from Oprah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I'm, some things are not in my comfort zone, as you were saying, but mm-hmm. if, if you want to ask me, I'm not as comfortable sharing stuff on social media. Okay. I'm happy. I'm so good at like sharing other people's stuff or sharing um, products and things like that. Mm-hmm. My sister will share her pizza or she'll share her pizza. journey. I'm, th- oh. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Bottega Louis. Like, I'm just oh, pizza. Yeah. But anything she makes, so she'll share it. Right. She's be- better. Like not pizza. I thought you were going to say positive quotes of living. <laughs> not pizza. Like, she'll share but I always think about your food. Like I was like, you, I share a lot more than that. But. Yes, you do. You do, do. I'm okay with sharing more of my like business. Okay. I've gotten I don't know what it's from I was better at it like three years ago but I got kind of apprehensive about sharing things on social media and I don't know what it's for why it's that way I don't know why but the I had a friend say you know you used to share more and I, and I, and I have so much more to sh- I'm very open you can talk to me if you meet me in person I'll tell you everything like I will just <laughs> but on social media I got very there's something in me I have to work it through because okay. because my beauty well I'm representing beauty and I barely post pictures of my my beauty uh, my face on social media but when I walk around mm-hmm. LA people ask me what I'm wearing I'm like oh my gosh it's my company two for one so right, I'm right, I'm Post. But I just, it's something in me I got to work through. I don't know where, what happened. I'm, but. I'm very much like that as well. Yeah. I should post a lot more than I normally do. I really don't post that often. So it's something I'm working on too. I think sometimes it's just like, 
do I do I have to do this? Like, you know, it's like, do, does anyone care? Yeah, or do, exactly. But also sometimes I I have to remind myself that I know, and I and I we do care, and, and I have to remind myself I reconnected with you even through social media, the, yeah, through Instagram. So there are a lot of great benefits social yes. media. We yeah. met one of our mentors, Bobby Brown, the great, the great makeup yeah. pioneer, Bobby Brown. I met her through Instagram. So I have to remind oh. myself, I go, I have to, and she connect, then she then connected with my sister and I, I have to remind myself that our, the social media has its benefits. It does. And I want a car have, through social media. She want a car through social media. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Did you see her amazing leopard print? The car? Diane car? Have you seen the DVF car? No. You, you have to see it. Yeah. I have to see this. So she's right though. Yeah. I want a car through, that is through a tweet so competition. Cool. That yeah. is so yeah. cool. Like, who wins a car? Like, a, a, like and fully loaded vehicle. So, and it was from, uh, it was from, yeah. And, and let me tell you, a share a quick story. So I had, a, so Helena and I had a, a, a wedding startup and we had to eventually dissolve it. Um, because we, and we have an Excel spread of 76 no's, like 76 people said no. Wait, sorry. You had an, so you had an Excel sheet. Of people that said no. Yeah. Of people who said no. Yeah, I 70, still have it. 76 yeah. no's? Yeah, we, we, could we, we had pitched it. So we had another founder who was really focused on pitching to the, to an investor and getting like prior yeah. to, yeah, prior okay. to what? Prior to having an actual product. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you need an MVP, right? But, right. but you know, and that's okay. Like we're friends now, but you know, I think uh, our business philosophy is not aligned align and so we had to dissolve the company but we got Wonderful. so many yeah we got she's a great person and she's a beautiful baby or a son so there she's living the great life but we had to dissolve our company and yeah uh, we went to we, we had meetings with some high profile vcs okay. and uh, what i noticed was what is that helene and i would get the meetings and then we kind of pass the ball over to the to the founder or sorry the ceo of the company because we were we were marketing and thinking operations it doesn't really matter it didn't work out we have an excel spread all the no's and that's that. I sold my car, put it into the startup, and then Helena at the time it was had a black Prius, so she was driving us around to all the meetings. So I sold my car, and then a year later, I won a car from the a woman who like you know how you have top five people you want to meet. Yeah. She was so DVF Dion von Furstenberg was top five people. Wow. Yeah. I wanted Dion is amazing. So I was actually it's, it's such an interesting story. So do you know who Murray is? Do you know my husband Murray, Doctor Murray Raifu? I know him through you speaking about him, but yeah. I don't know. So I met him at the, sorry, no, I met So he took me to Ghana. So I was in the Makala market and you're Ghanaian. So I go to, I've gone to Ghana. I don't know how many I know. Times. I know. I've I saw you in Ghana. Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, I've gone. Ghana some, so yeah, and we actually met. So I thought yeah. you knew because we met with yeah. him too. But uh, so I met him at the. Sorry, he took me to Ghana and okay. we met at the Makala Market. We went to the Makala Market and there was a textile that was yellow and black and white and it was a beautiful geometric pattern. And I turned to him and I said you know what, this textile would be so beautiful as a dress and it reminds me of DVF. So I got the dress made, yeah, within, you know how they do it, in two days. Oh, yeah. So I had the dress made. Fast forward to, I'm, I'm back in LA and DVF has what's called the Journey of the Dress exhibit at um, the museum. What, what museum was it called? Lachlan Museum. So Helene and I go to the Journey of the Dress exhibit and she's wearing a, a dress I had made in Ghana, but it was different from mine. I'm wearing that yellow geometric dress. And a woman came up to me. And she's like, oh, are you wearing the new DVF? And I said, no, I'm not wearing the new DVF. And then she points to the textile on the wall. And it looks similar, but it was not identical, you know. Yeah. But I was, And I said, you know, I got to take a photo with me in front of this textile. So my best friend, Carolyn, takes this photo. And then, like, I think maybe, like, six months later, the woman I wanted to be competition, which was, uh, it was in conjunction with a book called The Woman I Wanted to Be by DVF. 
and uh, in E News because she had a show called House of DBF at the time. So it was mm-hmm. all together. They have this. They have, they're running this competition called the one, the woman I wanted to be. So in 140 characters, share your story. So I didn't at that time. I didn't read the book, and I told I did read it. You know, I eventually read it. And I asked Helena, I'm like, Helena, you read the book. How do I frame our story? Like, how would you? You know, how should I do that? And Helena said, Well, make it sound like a journey. So from blah, blah, blah to blah, blah, blah. And I said, ah, I got it, right? She gave me great directions. I got it. So I said, from Eritrea to a refugee camp in Sudan, I carry the pride of my people and the strength of my mother. Wow. And that's how she won. And that's how I won the car. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And I won the car. And they told, they also said to attach a photo. And I attached that photo of me at the at Lockman Museum with that yellow printed dress that looks very similar to the textile. And... So they, I got a phone call and they're like, yeah, you won the car. And I said, are you kidding? I want to get you on the car. And so they're like, uh-huh. so they're going to do an interview at the Grove. So okay. we did an interview at the Grove and guess what? DVF showed up and she interviewed me. Me. I'm looking at her like, I want to interview. I need it. I have to ask. Oh, questions. no. You're someone. Don't. Uh, no, 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 you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Someone. No, I take that back. I Thank know. you very I much. Realize. Yes, I am. <laughs> but it was kind of like, oh, this is a woman I've, I've wanted to meet for so long. And I just remember just crying. And oh, then Helena was there as well. And, um, yeah. I so I so, so Helena cool. didn't enter the competition because she had a car. But I, so I, I entered it because it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's my car, too. <laughs> <laughs> divine we share. Favor. I'll tell you. We share. We're sharing. You ladies have some divine favor. I think so. I think you give what you need. And I think that one of my own mantras is that um, you can never give to get. So you get what you give, but never give to get. Yes. And I think it's very reciprocal, a lot of the energy. You're right. That's, yeah. I like that. Helena has very good one-liners. You stick around her and you're just like, wow. Yeah, I I guess. She, yeah. She's great, too. Yeah. Confidence is our best contour, which I say no, but Fevin came up with that. But it's so true. Like, even with our brand philosophy, I mean, confidence is the best contour. It is. Yeah. It really is. So let them know where they can find two-for-one cosmetics. You can find Two For One Cosmetics at 241cosmetics.com, Instagram at 241 Cosmetics. We're also available at Bloomingdale's and QVC. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. So, ladies, as you know, I have a fragrance line. It's called Fine Forever. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I know. I love it. Fine Forever. Very much like your um, brand in a sense that there's a message behind the brand, which is as long as you have God, you will be fine forever. Uh, I had chills, actually. Literally, (laughs) it's it's said that. Thank you. And so I have fragrances for you, ladies, and I want you to just... Oh, this is for us. And, wow. Yes. Oh, and I just want you to, to do like a quick smell test and let me know what you think of them, like where you would wear it to. So this Wait, first all one. of these are for us? Yes. They You're are. so generous. Oh my God. This is so. So the first so one, the actual. One. So this is a perfume. Yes, it's a fragrance. And this one is called 2911. I think I heard this about this on Jackie's uh, uh, yes, Instagram. On Lavishly did. Jackie. She oh, yeah. did talk about it. Yes. Yes. She's been such a what? wonderful support. And. This fragrance is our debut fragrance. So this is the very first one. 2111, what's the verse? This one is Jeremiah 2911 about God's plan for your life. He has a plan. Oh, wow. Oh, this This is not a flowery sense to me. A little bit of candy underneath it too. So this one's a little bit more of like fruity. a heavy fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, yeah, it's more... yeah. Yeah. I said fruity. Yes. This is very good. Oh, I love it. Mm. Well, and there's not very many ingredients, no. which is great. It's clean. It's like, so we're allergic to parabens. Yeah. Oh, you're. Oh, yeah. This parabens is great. This is awful. great. So this is perfect, guys. Did you hear that? 
parabens are awful, and this oh, is paraben free. Do I open so this like this? You can, yeah, so you can open it like that. So this is our brand new I love your packaging, it's so beautiful, and your logo. Thank you. I love the affinity symbol, too. Yes. This one is called Mustard Seed. This is our brand new collection. Oh, my God. And the packaging is amazing. Do you have it here? Thank you. Okay, so can I put check? Oh, I love this one. Hold on. This one is a very bright, like happy fragrance. It's really good for like daytime, going to the gym. It's very clean. Going to the gym. Yeah, I wear it to the gym. Really? You're so fabulous. So many compliments on it. Wow. It just makes you feel like you can conquer anything. And and mustard seed, what's the symbol? So this one is called mustard seed after the scripture. Saying that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, then you could even oh, look to the mountain and it could. Oh, so it's just inspiring you that. to have faith. Even this if it's is so very beautiful. Small. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to share this. This is. I mean, I love. I just love your aesthetic. Yeah, you. I love Thank it. You. Oh, I love this powder. I think you're saying this, this smells like very fresh and like almost. You said airy is the word, right? Yes. Yeah, it's very light. Very light and also very just bright and energetic. And this last one is called Silent Storm. Again, this is part of the faith oh collection. Oh God, yes. <laughs> this is so special. I, I know. I, I think it's so incredible. This is, I just, it's just so beautiful too. Thank you. This one's a little bit more, well, I'll let you smell it and let me know what okay. you think. Okay. Uh, this like, oh, this is for us. We feel like we won the lottery. Right <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Where do I put this one on my I phone? know you're running out of space. You can even spray it on the paper if you want. Oh, okay. All right. This one. Will it smell differently? <laughs> it, it might. It'll probably smell different on yours. Oh, wow. This has like a powdery scent to yeah. me. So that one has musk in it. So it's a little bit more, ah. it's very feminine, but it's a little bit more soft. Are they unisex the or just from, are they more feminine? They're more feminine. They're for women, this but men wear. I love it. I, I, I don't know what you're saying. Cause this one could be totally on. Yeah. I think you play around with it. Oh, I love it. Well, this is my new, go- we are. I already have a favorite though. Which one do you like the most? The first one. Yeah. Seven. You like 2911. Yeah. Most. And what about you? Which you know one what? You like? I'm going to say it's mustard, mustard seed. Oh, really? I love the name behind it. I'm just kind of. I, but you know what? I, can you layer it? Layer it? You can. Yeah, you, you can, can layer it. Because okay. a lot of the notes uh, are like... This me. is so... I feel... Can I give you... Well, I have stuff in my hands, but can I give you a hug? This is so nice. Ooh, I know. This is so much. Yeah. You're so welcome. I'm so... We're so proud of you. Everything is... So is there a game for us? There is, but since he has to leave. <laughs> do it. Okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We have one minute and 19 seconds, though. <laughs> we have one minute and 19 seconds? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, well, that's what it says. Sorry. Helena, I asked. Okay. <laughs> See, it's not like, what are you talking about? Okay, the game is gonna be really fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. So. Thank you, LJ. Mm-hmm. Right, LJ, right? Yeah, thank you. These are the cards, her or me. And so I'm just gonna ask a oh, question. Oh, so cute. And you're just gonna. You're flip so it good up. at this. This is trash. Oh, he's amazing. Josh, he doesn't like when I say amazing. he doesn't like when I say it's him, but I, I mean, I, I feel like Josh is amazing. Funny, he's so good friends yeah. with Umar. It makes yeah. sense. Oh, Helena's husband, like, husband, same thing. Like, yeah, he's the same. Umar's he's amazing. amazing. I love how they are all friends. We're closer oh, in different ways. Yeah. You guys are all so tight knit. Well, yeah. I think I think it's so love you. much for being here, you ladies. <laughs> thank you so much. Such a we had a great time. Yeah, so much great information and congratulations. That you came. You're doing so much. You've got talk show. You're I'm sure you have your own practice and you have your line. Thank you. I think you're. Baby and you're a mother. Part of it. Yes, that's the yeah. best part. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, my love, for being here, listening to this podcast, and spending some time with me today. I hope that the information that you heard here today will bless and open up your life for you to be the woman that God created you to be. 
Make sure to follow me on my Instagram page at a feminine impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff. Also visit my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff for more information and lots of video content on femininity. I would also love your support in purchasing my fragrance from my brand Fine Forever by visiting www.fineforever.com. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression.